Welcome to the Lead Quietly podcast. I'm your host, Jen Boyle, communications professional, leader, and entrepreneur, and I'm passionate about helping quiet and introverted women become confident leaders without having to be loud. I discovered the power of quiet leadership after being promoted into a leadership position overnight and feeling that it wasn't meant for me because I was too quiet and not assertive enough. And this same self-doubt kept me from becoming the entrepreneur I knew I was meant to be for almost a decade. This podcast is to show quiet and introverted women just like you that you can absolutely be a great leader at work, in business, and in your life without changing who you are. If you are ready to stop sitting on the sidelines and unlock your leadership potential, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Lead Quietly podcast. Today, I want to start off with a question. And the question is, what are you waiting for? That's what this episode is all about. And this question has been sort of rolling through my mind in the last few days as I've been thinking about things that I want to do and wondering why they're not happening. And then also looking backwards at things that I have accomplished and when I dig into what happened to actually make them come to life, it was because I stopped waiting. I stopped waiting for something external and started to rely more on internal. And that's what I want to talk about today. And I wonder if you will find yourself nodding along to some of the things that I'm going to share about waiting, about some of the things you might be aware of or maybe unconsciously waiting for or holding yourself back on and being frustrated why things aren't happening or why you're not getting closer to a goal that you want or when things that you desire feel really far away or like they're taking forever and I wonder if there's something that is waiting that is causing that feeling of frustration to happen. So I also want to talk about it in the context of leadership and in being a leader. And I'm not talking in this instance here about leading others. I'm talking about leading yourself. And one of the ways that you can strengthen your own leadership skills for how you lead yourself is to stop waiting to stop waiting for something outside of yourself to give you the permission you need or give you validation, tell you that you're ready or give you a result or some kind of evidence or proof that you can actually move forward, that you can take a step or that your dream or your goal is worthy or that you are worthy of going after it. Sometimes we waste a lot of time waiting for something else, something outside of ourselves to give us the permission to move forward. And when you claim some of that power back for yourself, that's how you can strengthen your own leadership abilities. And in order to lead others, however that looks in a formal management role or as a leader of a business or in some other way, you need to start with leading yourself and becoming super aware, self-aware of how you are, your strengths and weaknesses, what gets in your way, and identifying ways that you can process and work through things and being really aware of that for yourself. 
And when you start to strengthen your own ability to, number one, trust yourself, and that starts with listening to yourself, not being so overwhelmed with outside noise and what other people are doing that you can actually hear your own inside voice or internal voice. And number two, to be able to make decisions that are within your power to make. Now, side note here for those of you who love research and who love gathering all the information so that you feel informed before you make a decision, I feel you. I'm that way too. And there's nothing wrong with being informed. There's nothing wrong with doing research. There's nothing wrong with thinking things through, weighing your options before you commit to something or make a decision, especially if it's a big decision. I am all for that. And what I'm talking about though, when it comes to waiting, are you waiting on making a decision for taking an action that isn't a big thing, that is just a small thing, but you are almost overcomplicating it and overthinking it, adding too much sort of unnecessary noise or sort of a false sense that you have to wait for something to happen in order to take that action. And maybe when you strip away some of that, you're waiting because you're afraid or you're waiting because you're uncertain of what's going to happen. And the reality that I've learned is you could wait for a very long time if you want that certainty of how things are going to turn out. And sometimes you have to have faith or you have to have trust that I'm just going to start taking action and see what happens as much as that might make you uncomfortable. So four things that I thought of that I found myself waiting for, and I wonder if you have gotten stuck on these as well. Number one, waiting for permission to go after something for an idea you have. You might be thinking, oh, I don't know if this is a good idea, or what will my spouse think, or what will my friends or my family think, or what will my coworkers think if I do this? And really, it's something that you want to do, and you need to be able to give yourself permission to get started and not worry about needing that from anyone else. Number two, the second thing I found myself waiting for is to feel ready. There's a lot of talk about this on social media about feeling ready and starting before you're ready and it's kind of cliche I admit but it's true if you have ever held yourself back from going after something that you want because you were waiting to feel ready again you might be waiting for a really long time the third thing is waiting for external validation so that can be especially true for my high achievers. Those of you who are good students in school, who liked the teacher's attention, who did your assignments really well and got good marks. I'm just generalizing here, but if any of that resonates with you, you might be someone who unconsciously is trained to wait for that validation from someone else. You're waiting to hear good job. You're waiting to hear someone say, this is really good in order for you to feel confident in putting yourself out there or sharing something that you've created yourself, you're waiting for almost like the teacher's approval before you can put it out there. I know I've gotten stuck there. And if you flip it around, times when you've been waiting for that validation and not gotten it, what has happened for me is that then I don't think that the thing I've created, my product or my service is very good. And then I quit or I want to start over and instead the realization is you don't actually need anyone else's validation if you think what you've created 
is good if you believe in the information or or whatever it is that you have put together and you're excited about it then it's worth continuing it doesn't mean that your product or whatever it is that you've created is perfect and it might need tweaking but not waiting for validation to even put it out in the world is the point i'm trying to make here So that's the third thing I've often gotten stuck on. And then the fourth one is waiting for results to happen or waiting to get evidence before you can take another step forward. And this one is really tricky, um, tricky to, to untangle sometimes. Take for an example, social media. So you have an account, maybe you have a business, maybe you have you know, something that you're trying to attract an audience. And when you're putting out social media content and you're not getting the result back, and that result might be like engagement or likes or anything, that can be very frustrating and make you want to quit altogether or think, well, what I'm doing must not be working. When in reality, what we know from social media is that, and think about your own behavior here on how you go on social media, do you like or comment or engage with every single type of post that you actually find helpful or do sometimes you read it and you take it in but you don't actually hit that button or you don't take any further action other coaches or business owners who i've known who have very successful businesses have said over and over again that some of their least engaged posts are the ones that were the most impactful for members of their audience and their future clients. So the point is, you don't have to wait for those results in order to keep moving, in order to keep going forward. All of these reasons and all of this waiting can be so frustrating. And what's that? what that is doing is stealing your energy. And if you're introverted, if you're more quiet, if you need a lot of alone time or just recharge time, Your energy is one of your most critical resources, especially if you're an entrepreneur or you are trying to show up online or trying to show up in the world, in your job, in some way that requires a lot of energy. And I know if you have ambitions and you have big goals, it's going to take energy and you need to know how to protect it. So when you learn, number one, to identify that you're waiting and then number two, be able to do something about it and strip away the unnecessary things that you're waiting for, you can boost your energy and you can feel better and feel more excited and inspired. I want to give you, in closing, a journaling exercise that I've done and that I have found very helpful to work through this problem of waiting. So if you're driving or if you're out for a walk and you don't have a piece of paper right now, that's okay. You can always come back to this episode later, pull out a piece of paper, a journal, or even a um, document on your computer. And I'm going to give you some prompts and some questions to work through. And the purpose of this exercise is to help you identify what you're waiting for and then be able to come up with an action step that you can take so that right now, this week, today, you can get moving forward and get out of that waiting pattern. So the first thing to do is to write down the question, what am I waiting for to happen before I can take an action that I know I want to take? I'll read that again. So what am I waiting for to happen before I can take an action that I know I want to take? So write that down and I want you to think about that. You could make a list of 
all the things you think you're waiting for, no matter how silly, and don't edit yourself. This is a chance to be a bit honest with yourself, and that's what I love about journaling. Journaling is a solo, private activity that you don't have to share with anyone, and I encourage you, if you feel vulnerable, it's okay. The pages of your journal are safe. That's what I always say. And if you're new to journaling and journaling is not really your thing, you don't have to think about this as journaling. This is just an exercise that you can work through either on paper or however it works best for you. Let yourself be honest. Let yourself put it down and get that stuff out of your head. All the judgments, all the thoughts and all the the negative or positive meaning that you might be giving to all these thoughts that are in your head. It is so freeing and uh, makes you feel lighter to get it out, get it down on paper. So make a list of all the things that you think you're waiting for, that you think you need before you could take that action. And then you step back and you ask, okay, so what could I actually take off this list? What could I cross off the list of things that I think I'm waiting for, but I'm really not? And to help you figure that out, you can ask yourself, do I really need information or advice or an opinion from someone or something outside of myself like for real or is this a decision that I can make myself now this might feel strange because we are often so habitual and so used to what everyone else is doing or outside influence there's so much of our day-to-day sort of information overload life that we can't help but be influenced by sources outside of ourselves. That's why I really love this exercise. Sit down, get quiet, write out everything you're waiting for, and then ask yourself, is this something I can actually decide for myself? Or in uh, legit cases, yes, sometimes there is information that you need to get from someone else. Then you look at it like, so how can I go about getting that information if you truly need it? So say, for example, you are deciding on... um, a car to buy or something like that yes you might need some information about the features of the car or the price of the car or when it's available or all of those things but know that you have more power than you think to be able to get that information and then make a decision after you've done those two things you can work on replacing the waiting with something else with validation that you can give yourself so you can ask so if i think i'm waiting for x something external how can i replace it with something that i can give validation myself and even writing down a line like i give myself permission to start x or y there's something powerful in claiming that for yourself and this is leadership in action and then the last part of the exercise is once you've kind of worked through that first half which is to identify what is holding you back crossing off anything that is extraneous and that you don't need now you're left with some actions or some things that you have permission to move forward and you don't have to wait for anyone else now you can break it down into action steps and you might ask okay so what is one tangible action that i can take today or this week that i don't have to wait for anyone else on or anything external i don't need any other information on what is one thing i can do to move this forward And then you write that down, you put it in your calendar, and you commit to getting it done this week. And if you need some accountability to like put it out there to others to help you stay on track, I actually do 
a weekly series inside my private Facebook group, the Quiet Leader Community on Facebook. You can find it in the show notes. And inside there every Monday, I put up a post to get people to check in for the week to say, here's something I want to get done. And then every Friday, I do a reflection where we can acknowledge wins of the week or lessons learned or say, I did this this week and thank you to the group for holding me accountable for getting it done. If you're working through this exercise and you think, I this is all fine and well, but I am not likely to follow through without some outside accountability, then my private Facebook group is filled with other women who are just like you, more quiet, more introverted, who are ambitious, who have big goals. And if you want to be surrounded with that and get that accountability, I would love to have you join. That's the exercise. I would love to know if you're going to try it yourself. And if you did, and if it helped, let me know. You can always send me a message at lead quietly on Instagram. And if you take away one thing, whether you do the exercise or not, whether some of what I talked about today resonated or not, the main thing I want you to walk away with is an understanding that you have more power than you think you do. And you can decide, you have the power to make a decision for something that you're struggling with right now. And maybe you've been afraid to make the decision. Maybe you've just been in a habit of waiting in order to make that decision. And you have the power to change that right now. And that can be scary, yes, but it can also feel very thrilling and very empowering. This is how you can lead yourself towards the goals that you have for yourself. This is how you can start feeling more confident, showing up more confidently in your family, in your life, in your business or at work. And it all starts with this sort of internal work that you don't even have to advertise to anyone else that you're doing. People may begin to notice that you seem more confident and you haven't really changed anything except how you are thinking and working on those internal beliefs and things that you're saying to yourself. So that is the takeaway that I wish for you. And I would be so glad if this helped you in some way because I want you to achieve your goals. I want you to not feel stuck and I hate sitting around waiting for things to happen. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you found that helpful. Before I go, I wanted to mention I am really excited because I have a brand new free resource for you that I just finished creating this week and I'm so excited about it. It is the Introvert's Guide to Building Online Presence for Your Business. It is a free guide. It's 13 pages, so it's it's deep and I have thrown so much information and my heart into creating this guide for you. And it's really for those of you who are building businesses online and who have a love-hate relationship with social media, who are struggling to find consistency in posting on social media, who maybe don't even like social media, but know you need to be online marketing yourself in order to grow your business. And I wanted to share with you some strategies that I've used to create presence online, to create a memorable brand, and to do it in a way that I actually like creating content for every week. And that allows me to sustain and show up every week, time after time, without wanting to quit. It took me two years to get to this point, to be able to articulate a different way to be online 
than sort of the the typical way you might think being all over Instagram or on TikTok or like making videos and dancing around and all of those things that I really resisted and I thought that being online meant. It took me a long time, lots of lessons learned, and I've put it all in this guide for you. And I hope that's helpful. It's totally free. The link for how to grab it is in the show notes. And I would encourage you to go get it and read through it and try one of the strategies because it may help you. It may be the very thing that you've been needing to get you out of that on again, off again cycle, the inconsistent posting, the frustration, and the desire not to have your face all over the internet just in a random way. These are strategic ways to build presence and to do it a quieter way. So make sure you grab that and Thank you so much for listening to this episode. As always, I would love to hear from you. If anything resonated, feel free to reach out at Lead Quietly. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Lead Quietly podcast. I hope something in this episode resonated with you and you took something away that will help you tap into your inner leader. Take some time to process and you'll know when it's time to take action towards your big goals. You can find me on Instagram at Lead Quietly and in my free Facebook group called the Quiet Leader Community. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.